Hello, beloved audience, and welcome to another episode of From the Shelf. <laughs> Sorry, we're a little late, but we're a little. This film late. was so bad. Annalise actually got sick from it, watching it. It it made me physically sick. <laughs> I was I, out of revenge. Condition. I was out of condition for what is it? Four days. That's what you get for making me watch Miss Congeniality. It was not that bad. It was bad. It was not that bad. I think that's the angriest I've been <laughs> in one of these <laughs> so far. Oh, uh, Lord. There's, there's a lot. We have a lot in the future, so who yeah, knows when my rage will break. That's the closest <laughs> I've come to pulling a Frankie. Oh, God. The closest, <laughs> I should say. I say it's, little, it's hard to to beat that. I think it, it is hard to beat that. I actually have a personality, so. Oh, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, Annalise, you have you other than what we're about to talk about? Have you watched anything new or gotten back in into anything? Um, what did I? I, I watched Shrek two the other night. Oh, you guys finally watched it. Yes, yes. Not that did we you, have... Did you all sing along to I Need a Hero? I did. Of course you did. <laughs> I can't help it. Just... It's, a, it's, a, it's actually... I actually prefer that version over the actual too. version. I do too. And it's, it's, it's a so damn good. good... It's a damn good sequence in the film. So I, I can make fun of you, but I can't blame you. I'm going to say something controversial. Shrek 2 is the superior movie. I don't think it's controversial. I think that's pretty much universally agreed upon. I don't know. So many people love the first one. I, I understand that, but we, I think we should all just agree that Shrek 2 is a far better it's made, directed, animated film. It's so good. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't strictly just rely on potty humor. No, definitely not. Um, is there anything else? Um, I feel like there has been something else, but also I've been in and out of consciousness the past four days, so... Well, this movie will do that to you. Yeah, right? Did you rage so hard and that's what happened to you that your body just collapsed and... and it just it gave up? And your body <laughs> just gave up from the sh sheer amount of rage. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> well, I think we should get on to what I have recently seen. Yes. Yes. Well, I hadn't watched anything new this week. I actually, Saturday, I took time for myself, and I pretty much decided, you know what? I'm just going to rewatch Godfather 1 and 2 and Goodfellas and then Scarface. And in between that, I just watched Cheers. Just because <laughs> I wanted to rewatch Cheers. Because Cheers is one of the best shows ever made. <laughs> I've never seen it, but Godfather 1 and 2? Mwah! So oh, Godfather good. 1 and 2 are fantastic. This may be controversial, but I don't think we're going to ever really talk about the Godfather films on this, this podcast. I prefer Godfather 1 over Godfather 2. It's been a long time since I've seen Part 2. Um, but I do remember liking the first one a lot better. I think I prefer Vito over Michael. Look how they massacred my boy. Because my favorite parts of Godfather 2 are the De Niro stuff, which is about Vito. And yeah, well, Vito's the, pretty much the main focus of the first film. Yeah, so I mean, getting to know how he came to this position that he was in in the first movie, is it's, it's awesome. Yeah, but uh, but also I decided to go to a comic book store because I've been watching Comic Book Man again, and I noticed Disney is now producing a new line of Gargoyle comics. Now, oh. if those of you who don't know me, Gargoyles was one of my favorite cartoon shows, so I picked up the the initial three that's been released so far, and I'm probably gonna follow that entire book series. So, it'll be my first time actually following a comic series. 
I was gonna. I I was gonna ask. Does it follow the same story? Or? Yeah, it's a continuation of I guess where season two left off, or an, they had an initial comic run, but I I think it's picking up from that. I couldn't tell you, so I'm just. They pretty much have denounced season three because people don't have issues with season three. Okay. Sounds but, interesting. That's enough for this intro. What are we talking about today, Annalise? Endless love. <laughs> yes. No, not the Lionel Richie and Diana Ross song, which is the only good thing that came out of this movie. Mm. We are talking about the 81 Brooke Shields cla- classic? Um, I, not classic. <laughs> I wouldn't again, say classic. No offense to Brooke Shields, but I don't think any of her films are considered classics. She's not. I. She's not that big. Of, she's more of a model than an actress. She just has some shitty choice in films. Yeah. But um, anyway, Annalise, you want to get into the cast list? Yes, so we have Brooke Shields as Jade Butterfield, um, Martin Hewitt as our leading man, David, um, James Spader as Keith Butterfield, Shirley Knight as Anne Butterfield, Don and Don Murray as Hugh Butterfield, which, um, Shir- uh, yeah, Shirley Knight and Don Murray play um, the mother and father of Brooke Shields' character. And I'm mad. Annalise, I mean, that. You, I you was know, promised. I was promised Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. And I got a millisecond. And listen, I'm not a Tom Cruise like super fan or anything like that. I think he's nuts. he's a nutcase. I say I think he's nuts. But if you tell me, hey, Tom Cruise is in this movie, I want to see some Tom Cruise. <laughs> Well, to be fair, in his defense, I think this was before he went crazy, so. But you said to me, hey, Tom Cruise is in this movie. I did, and I didn't lie. You lied by omission. And you just completely cut out. Oh, well, I started yelling. You lied by omission. Meh. Oh, well. Whatever. You got Spader. What good does that do me? Hey, that's Robert California. <laughs> Throughout the whole movie, um, I was watching it and I couldn't place Spader's face at first. I was like, who is this guy? Like, I know that face. And then I texted Anthony later and I was like, what else has this guy been in? He's like, uh, the office, whatever else, and I was like, oh, "It's the weird guy." <laughs> so honestly, California. folks, if if you just look at this as a as a Robert California origin story, this movie is actually a lot better. <laughs> but I actually have some trivia facts for us. Uh huh. Sh- Shirley Knight, the actress who plays the mother, uh-huh. begged the director to cast. Anyone else, and here is a list of anyone else Rosanna Arquette, Linda Blair, Bo Derek, Carrie Fisher, Jodie Foster, Jennifer Jason Lee, or Michelle Pfeiffer, other than Brooke Shields, because she felt Brooke Shields did not fit the part. Now, I feel like some of these actresses that are on this list were a bit too old for this part. Yeah. Jade is 15 at the beginning. Yeah. Hell, Brooke's mother didn't want her to do this part because she felt Brooke would just be standing around looking pretty. Unlike the classic Blue Lagoon where she stood around looking pretty and breastfed. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? (laughs) Uh, and I know we don't get into the posters, really, of these films, but this one I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. If you look at the poster, it's just them kissing. Now, Martin Hewitt looks like, has the face like he's super into himself and thinks he's the best kisser. But Brooke <laughs> Shields looks so disinterested. She okay. has a look 
She has a look on her face like, I wonder what they have at craft services today. <laughs> also, I love the tagline, she's 15, he's 17, the love every parent fears. Um, uh, I don't think so. No. The better line would have been, she's 15, he's 47. Or yeah. better yet, she's 15, he's 5. Yeah. Now those would be the, the love every parent fears. I'd say this is not a far stretch. This is not a stretch at all for a high school relationship. Uh, yep. So, Annalise, you want to just crack into this? I guess. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Okay. So, um, sorry, I'm pulling up my notes. My very first note, because <laughs> I thought it was starring Tom Cruise. So I, the very first note I have in mind is that's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> so pretty. Saying, so he pretty much skips school just to stalk. Oh, I'm sorry. Visit his girlfriend. He doesn't get into the stalking yet. Yes, his girlfriend's class is on a field trip to. Um, I think it's a science center or something. I thought it was a planetarium, so what do I know? Whatever. But he sneaks to the planetarium, like, skips school, and sneaks in just to, like, sit with her. Well, of course. Like... He's not even sitting with her. He's in the middle of the aisle. Some some poor schlub has probably got to piss, and he's just in the friggin' way. Like, get out of the way. What an asshole. He is. He's just an asshole. <laughs> uh. Oh my gosh. Um, but we cut to I keep forgetting his David. David. Um, David. David Axelrod. Yeah. Um, and we cut to like his apartment. He's getting ready for something. And he's wearing It's like this dinner party it's... that Yes. Her family's hosting, and they all dress up. They're There's no real fancy. reason for this. No, no reason at all. But he's wearing a tuxedo, like, top. Yeah, with, with jeans. With jeans! And it's one of those tuxedos where the jacket is, is super long, and it's, like, divided at the end. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look, it doesn't work with jeans. No, it's nasty. So I thought they were going. I thought they were going to prom, um, but no, no, they're just having dinner. And I love how his parents flat out say they're socialists. Yeah. Um. What? Like. Um. Okay. Okay. Good I to know. That. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> So, so David he, goes to Jade's house, and we're introduced to her family. Yes, which is um, her mom and, and dad. oh my god, it's Steve from 90210! Oh my god. Um, but they're having uh, dinner. The mom is really weird. I'm just gonna say it. Oh my god, she's so weird. Why does she give a shit what David thinks of her dress? I know that. Like she puts on this whole show. They cover his eyes and she's like, don't let him see. Don't let him see. Don't Look don't at my dress. Isn't it fabulous? Yeah. And Sharknado over here is just ripping it up, ripping it apart by the thread. <laughs> and I I noticed that too, and I put it in my notes. I was like, I think the mom is like in love with David. Oh, she is. She wants it. She, she wants, wants him. him bad. This lady is thirsty. Yeah. So well, can we all say, Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me? Oh my god. That's pretty <laughs> much what they're doing. Yeah. But so these people start showing up at the house, and they yeah, it's time for the punk band. It's Nicolas Cage and the Valley Girls. <laughs> They just rather be watching that. They just have parties at their house. You know, I've seen a lot of 80s movies where they where the kids threw wild parties, but this is the first time I've seen the parents actually be in the party. Right, exactly. Like the parents just let them. 
And they're partying with them. Hell, the mom gives fucking Sharknado a joint. Yep. And he's in the eighth grade, mind you people. What, the little brother? Oh, yeah. Because there's, like, signs saying, vote for Sammy for eighth grade president or something like that. Oh, my God. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. So they have this... Okay, so... They have this dinner party, then it's interrupted by, I guess, Spader's girlfriend? I guess. I think that's what she is. And he's all excited to introduce her to his mother, and she shows no interest in this girl. No, none at all. Well, because no one else's love story can compare to David and Jade. Nope, who just who just kind of f off and start making out in their her father's office? They just stare at each other. They have no chemistry. I know more about Bella and Edward than I know about these two. Yeah, but with Bella and Edward, there's like a basis of relationship. Yeah, they- at least they had biology class. Yeah, like how did these two meet? Well. Um, Spader says, like, at some point in the film, he's the one who first brought David over to the oh, house. That's right, that's right. So he was friends with Spader before he knew any of them. Right. So, after the party's over, um, everybody leaves, they're cleaning up, and they're done. So, Jade, like, says goodnight, walks upstairs, and it's dark near the door. So, you hear the door shut, and then you see Jade go upstairs, and then David is still in the house. Because of course he is. Because of course he is, and that and that's exactly what I said. I was like, I knew that fucker was not out of the house. I was like, I knew he stayed in the oh house. Oh, God, no. And I was like, okay, this is creepy. Like, why the hell would you do that? And then... By the way, guys, get used to us saying David does something creepy. Yeah. It's a staple of this movie. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but Folks then... at home, play the endless love drinking game. Drink every time David does something creepy, creepy. or psychotic. You will die. <laughs> Say, you won't make it. You won't make it. But then Jade comes downstairs in, like, a robe and a pajamas or whatever and I was like oh she's in on it it's cool well I didn't know I didn't know if he just stayed to be creepy oh come on the way they're talking to each other before she goes upstairs like he ain't going she's coming back down that's why they lit the fire yeah the the dad gets so mad though he's like who lit this fire well this is bipolar, as we'll find out. Oh my god, yeah. Extremely. Oh my god. So, so anyway, they decide to get busy. They got busy. And they're pretty ballsy. They're just gonna have sex in the middle of the living room? What if someone came down for a midnight snack? That's what I said! I was like, Or a piss break! You... Right, like, why wouldn't you just go in her room? Like, the living room... There's a room. nice bed in that room. <laughs> The living room is the most likely place that you would get caught. Why would you and do the that? The floor is not comfortable for doing that. Trust me. But it's just like if you were trying to be sneaky, you're, it's not working. <laughs> they fail miserably because, sure miserable. enough, the mother comes downstairs. And what do you think happens? Does she yell at them? Does she like turn in horror? No. She no, she's into it. She watches them. It is creepy as shit. So, th- so literally, her mother just creepily stares in awe as her 15-year-old daughter is getting plowed. Like, what? <laughs> Honestly, she's probably wondering why her husband hasn't done that move to her. <laughs> Stop. Ugh. And the music's ominous. It's not romantic. No, it no, it's not romantic at all. It, it's played off like it's um, like a scary moment, which I mean it is. 
it, it kind of it really is because the mother's just staring at them, probably going to do unspeakable things when she walks away. But it's like the way the camera is framed, and the it's framed like a horror movie. See, I said that that part is was framed more like a romantic scene because you see her and she's just like ah, like she's in awe, which is weird. Honestly, I get more of it's shot like a thriller. This movie is a thriller. It's not a romantic it's movie. Not, oh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It's not a romance. Or it's not a this romance. is not a romance movie. No, definitely not. Um, sorry, my thing. No, you're fine. Um, um, so we so just get... Sh- this cuts and we just see shots of them being all lovey-dovey. Yeah. And then... Um, David comes by the house. Uh, I don't think Jade was there, but he's talking about... No, I think he was leaving. Oh, okay. But he goes and talks to the mother. Um, and she... What, what did she say to him? I don't remember. She's pretty much like, you know, David, you've kind of just invited yourself to Spader and his, their, their dad going hunting. Oh, yes, yes. Because he completely invited himself. Well, I think it doesn't help that Jade pretty much said that he was part of the family. So I right. think that's kind of gone to his head at this point. Yes, definitely. It put that idea in his head like, oh, I'm a part of the family now. I can do that. And, and, and oh, great. Now you pissed off Spader, David. Have you not seen the new kids? He will set you on fire. <laughs> but also, at the end of that scene with the mother, he kisses her on the cheek. What? No, it's not. It's not as hot as seeing. I forget the actor's name. The, the never the guy from the Graduate seducing Mrs. Robinson. Never seen the Graduate. Neither have I. I really don't care to. <laughs> but there's no reason he just kisses her cheek. It's weird. It is weird. That whole dynamic there is just. Oh, absolutely! I. I Thank you. you what? Be, some small penis dude just has to rev up his engine and his, okay, his Mustang. Come on, seriously. It was probably David. And <laughs> um, <laughs> both, both Spader and the father are like antagonistic towards him. No, they, yeah, the, the the switch just flips. It completely, but like literally, the opening scene—they're all buddy, buddy, and like, oh, David's here, ha ha. Then, ah, David. Once they go hunting, the switch flips completely, and like they're just rude to him. And I mean, I—the only validation, the validation that I can give to that is that he think David thinks he can try and get his way into this family by brown nosing constantly. I mean he does. He he is a fucking brown nose. Yeah. Um so I mean I get it. But they just they turn this complete switch on David. Absolutely. So I'm just going through my notes here. You're fine. So David starts like sneaking in. Yeah, like, do they not know boundaries? I guess not, because he goes in there like every night. For real. Um, but Jade. And and when he's not there constantly, he's just on the phone, and she is just taking up the phone. Mm-hmm. So now she's pissed off, Spader. Has she not seen Tough Turf? He will sick Rottweilers on you. Spain was just rude in this movie. I, honestly, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Because he's probably going to make a call or something, and she's just freaking taking up the phone all the time. Yeah, but he he literally like calls her a bitch for no reason. She was a bitch! For what? Okay, she literally... who God knows how many hours she was on the phone with David, and then she's like, here you go, speaking all French, and said, fuck you, here's your phone. I don't blame Spader. I'm on his side throughout this entire thing. 
I didn't know, I didn't think they were on the phone for that long. So I was like, why is he like? I mean, there's no time. There's no time. Well, he barges in and says, "You've been on the phone for over an hour." Oh. So so then God only knows how after he walks out how long how much longer she was on the phone with the, with her right. psycho boyfriend. But we see her like pick up the phone though. That's what I was saying. Like so, I didn't think it was that long. I mean, true. Either way, but I, Jane can't sleep. Her grades are falling. Well, because um, she's spending her entire night getting plowed. Yeah, I mean, like David's there every every night. night. Um, like, Jesus Christ! So she she tries to take a sleeping pill from her father because her father's a doctor and they have a medicine cabinet. And the father freaks out. He finally starts <laughs> acting like a parent. Although, great parenting, boyfriend can come fuck you all night. But the moment you take a sleeping pill out of my medicine cabinet, we've gone simply too far. Yeah, but he goes a little ballistic. Oh, absolutely. But you know, it's that awkward moment in life when you start to realize your daughter's having a better sex life than you. So, Either way... Um, (laughs) pause you took I did not know what to say to that you had to process that joke I I did I had to process that a little bit (laughs) Um, but so in order to get Jade like back on track um, the dad is like listen you can't see, like, you guys can't see each other for, well, like, on. a I month. Wanna, I just want to interrupt for a second. Good. How many stories is this house? There's, like, three or four levels to this thing. Because you see Sharknado's on a higher level. Spader comes down the second level, where I'm assuming, or another level. I'm assuming they're on the first floor or the second floor. Maybe Sharknado lives in the attic. It could be. So is there like four levels? The attic, a third floor where Spader is, the second floor where Jade's room is, and the parents and the medicine cabinet, and then there's the ground level? Maybe. The architecture of this house is really weird. I don't know. It it just bugged me. I don't know. I didn't care enough. (laughs) But yeah, everyone's kind of agreed. This relationship has become... Way too much. It it just it got very serious very fast. So the dad was like, "Listen, you need to just slow down a little bit, and in a month we'll see." Reevaluate the situation. Yeah, the reasonable adult is meant to be betrayed as the bad guy. He's simply saying, "Look, thirty days. Let's let's cool off for a second, guys. Like we're all starting to become angry and aggravated. Let's all just cool down for a second. And we'll see how this goes when school's done. Right, like a, a rational a rational type of thing. But David is not rational. He says, no, screw that. I'm going to go see Jade. Well, yeah. well, David, now you're trespassing, so he can kick your whiny ass. Honestly. Um, what was I... It's not fair! Oh, yeah, here comes the mom to make it worse. Yeah, but she, like, calms David down and gets him to leave. Yeah, literally, why does he listen to her? At first, the father's explaining, like, listen, you guys won't be seeing each other. Just give it 30 days, and we'll reevaluate the situation. He's like, screw that. Honestly, had David just said, can we discuss this? I'm sure the way he the dad was approaching it, he probably would have. Right. I mean, they got along originally, so. But it, it, again, it's that like complete turnaround. Yeah. Well, David's just being an asshole. He's being defiant, and he's like, "Well, this is my house, my daughter. She's 15. Right. I still can. I still have say in what goes on." Right. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, he'll listen to the mother, and then comes the stalking montage. Yeah, he just, like, stalks. And it really, it hasn't been that long. It's been a couple, I, a week, maybe two? Two weeks at the most. It's gotta be two weeks at the most. And he is straight stalking her and going insane. 
Ugh. And we get the prodigal son, Tom Cruise. Friends podcast, Tom Cruise. And what's he doing? Of course, he's running. Running. Ugh. I got my one second of Tom Cruise. Basically, just to give David an idea of burning down their house. But we cut the... Let's see, we cut the David. What I can only assume he's on the verge of either cutting himself or self-loving. I don't know. It, it's gonna be one of those. You know it. Yeah. Oh, uh, and they're playing Kiss. I was made for loving you. Yeah, and then once David like sets up to go. To they're having another party. Yeah, um, it's hard to take the dad's being a stern, serious father when the very next scene of him we see him shotgunning a marijuana cigarette into a teenage girl. Yeah. Well, I thought it was his wife. I don't think that was his wife. I don't know. I still, it's hard to it's hard to buy him being serious. Right. So. <laughs> when we ne- when we see David after that, he's walking down the sidewalk, lights up a cigarette, and Blondie starts playing. No, film, you do not deserve this soundtrack. <laughs> Heart of Glass by Blondie, great song. You do not deserve this soundtrack. <laughs> you don't get to use Blondie. You can have Kiss. I couldn't care less about Kiss. But I, 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 I draw the line at Blondie. <laughs> I do. Oh, and when Tom Cruise Kate was showed up, I'm like, oh, here's someone that'd be a better choice in the role than Martin Hewitt, because Martin Hewitt just sucks in this film. Yeah, he's not... He's not good. He's not, he's not good. He has zero chemistry with Brooke Shields. It's honestly hilarious. <laughs> But anyway, once everybody leaves the party, David decides he's going to start the fire. And he was going to, like, stomp it out. 30 days! 30 days! So he decides, I'm going to burn her house down. That'll get their attention. I don't think he... Well, actually... No. Yeah, he starts the fire on the porch and he walks away, but then he comes back. Uh, Well... Yeah, he walks away, so my initial thought was, okay, he heard what Tom Cruise said, how Tom Cruise freaking used to light wet newspapers or something. And then stomped it out. And stopped, like, freaking out. And so everyone thought he was putting out a fire. Right, so I thought that's what he was going to do, too, and, like, went his way back into the family. Yeah, that's what I assumed, but he walks away from it. But then walks back. Well, I'm assuming he just noticed it's starting to get out of control. Yeah, and that's, yeah. So this motherfucker intentionally burned down her house. Uh, It's just, like, I don't... (laughs) I don't even know what he did. And he's resort to this. Can't see my girlfriend gonna burn down her house. As you do. Jeez, I was in a long-distance relationship and I didn't want to burn down anyone's house. Well, because you're a somewhat normal, rational... Somewhat? You're a somewhat normal, rational person. Somewhat? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, don't even. What are you trying to say? You're a little crazy. And you're a jerk. I can be. I'm hurt. Oh, please. That hurts. Mm. Anyway, so he goes inside of the burning house and he tries, he evacuates the family or whatever. But then Spader punches him. Knocks him out. So then the dad is like, okay, let me get him out of here. And saves his life. Then immediately cuts to a courtroom scene. I'm surprised David admitted to it. 
He's an idiot. Yeah, like... I so don't... pretty much he gets a restraining order put on him by the family. Yep, he gets a no-contact order, yeah. and he is on... And he's sent to the insane but you think that's gonna stop David? No, he's still sending letters to Jade. He's sentenced to five years probation and put into a mental hospital. Um, but again, he has a freaking he, restraining order put on him, he and no, he's still trying to reach out to this. He has a no contact order, which is different from a restraining order. Um, What's the difference? A no contact order is you can't speak to anybody that has put the order on you ever again. I think a restraining order is you can't be within a certain distance of that person or talk to them. Okay, uh, so why wouldn't this father put the restraining order on him I, to for his know, family? I I don't know. Um, but he's writing these letters constantly to Jade and trying to send them, but obviously they're not going to send them because of the no contact order. Did everyone just take stupid pills? I guess. I think they're all grading that's this doctor's medicine cabinet. <laughs> well, um, except Spader. Yeah. He's like the only sane person in this movie. <laughs> the boy's got a head on his shoulders. <laughs> Somehow, after oh, is it like two years? Yeah, it's like yeah, two it's years. two years. He spends two years in the insane asylum. Two years in the insane asylum. He gets at. He's released early. No, no, he has the best line refereed ever. What he's compl- trying to get his parents to get to use their connections. I'm assuming to get him out. Yes. And what I can only describe is him just honestly getting the dildo out of his. But, as he says, he's dying. Dying? <laughs> yeah, it's like someone, they just finally ripped that thing out of his butt. There's a there's a patient in the mental hospital named Leonard, and he just starts yelling at Leonard, and I feel so bad. Leonard didn't do anything. This is what you're gonna get. You're right, son. Leonard is far crazier, is far less crazy than you. We're gonna take Leonard home. Yeah. Ugh. So, once he gets out, he also gets all the letters that weren't sent. Um, and he's like, oh, this is why she didn't answer, because he always asked if there was mail for him, and there never was. But I um, love this scene, because his father explains, I only saw Jade and you once together, and you look so much in love. This fucker didn't even introduce her to his parents? Are you kidding bur- me? And he burned down her house? Now, now I see why Spader was so pissed off. He didn't bother taking her to his house. He just fucking stayed at her house all the time. Yeah, Jesus. Like, why? I, <laughs> who knows how long they were even together? I, did they even go on actual dates? It just seems like he was staying at her house the entire time. I don't know. Um, but... Once he sees this thing of letters, he decides he's gonna go find her. He's gonna break parole and shows up at her mother's house. Who has relocated to from Chicago to New York, by the way. Yeah, well, they all pretty much have, except for her. She's in Vermont, because I'm, gu- I'm guessing she's in college now. J- yes, Jade is in Vermont. And yes, she's in college. So remember the no contact... Well, I guess the mom also has. That's out the damn window. Well, because the mom's batshit crazy, too. Well, it might not be applied to the mom anymore because her and the dad divorced. They're still apparently super close. By the way, the strain on the Jade and David relationship caused her parents to divorce. So this fucker also burned down her house and caused her parents to divorce. Hmm. Mm, is right. <laughs> so, but seriously, what is this mom's deal, Annalise? No, he burned know. her house down and is, was is stalking her daughter. Yet she still like wants him. 
Why? He has the personality of a wet mop. He's just a brown nose. He, they they spend the day together, and um, by the time that it's like night and he needs a place to stay, she tries to seduce him. Mrs. Robinson, <laughs> you're trying to seduce me. <laughs> but uh, she okay. Here's where it gets really weirder. And that's saying a lot for these characters. The mom wrote a book or a short story about her watching David and Jade having sex. Yes, she wrote about it. This is some 50 shades of gray level of messed up. Like, why? 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 I'm gonna say, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I've sounded crude most of this podcast episode, but did she just get off on her, her daughter having sex with her boyfriend or something? I, I don't know. But she says to him, she's like, it felt like we were lovers. What? Ew. Ew. I mean, he's 19 now, so. But you were fawning on him when he was 17. Nasty. I ain't saying she's a pedophile, but she's got all the makings of one. Mm-hmm. But, Just so, saying. Ever in his stalker ways, he goes through the mom's address book and finds that Jade is now in Vermont. I wrote in my notes, like, honestly, you can just put the soundtrack to Cape Fear at this scene, and it would st- and it would work just as good. Um, oh, he rejects the mom, by the way. He's like, I because can only, he can, he oh, can only make love with Jade. Oh. <laughs> no, no, you're just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> um... So he's like, okay, I'm gonna go to Vermont now. So he tries yeah. to get, he tries Dude, to get that... <laughs> Oh my god, Annalise, you uh, you could when he just goes to the Rolodex, as I was saying, I just use Cape Fear as, as an example. You can put any soundtrack from a, a horror or a thriller in and it would work. It would work. It would definitely work. Like this isn't a thriller. This isn't a romance. Right. Like this is not a romance movie. This is a a scary movie. <laughs> This really is. Um, but the father... Um, and his new fiance. Yes, with his fiance, sees David on the street. Well, because she pretty much told him, you, you should probably leave because Hugh and his usually comes by on Saturdays. Yes, for some reason. Because he, they want to be friends because I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he sees... This family's the- weird. Yeah. He sees David and starts... What are the odds? Hold on. What the fuck are the odds of them running into each other in New York goddamn city? Right! What are the freaking odds? There are so many people in New York. Like, is David still near the the apartment of the moms that, I mean, that's the only time... But but we see David just, like, going around sightseeing because he's all happy because he's going to go to Vermont and see... And stock Jade again. So right. I'm just going to take in the sights for a little bit. Get a hot dog from a streetcar, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like... What are the odds? What are the odds that the two coincide at the same time, same street? And... And at least t- tell us what happens. So... The dad sees David and he starts chasing him. And <laughs> the Chases. dad... Chase it. He goes after. It's not a chase. Right. It goes after David, and he gets hit by a car and dies. Bravo, David. You burned her house down, caused her parents to divorce, and All now you've killed her father. Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction didn't do this much damage to a family than this asshole. Wait, wait, wait. You left out one. What? Burned down her house, caused her parents to divorce, 
almost slept with her mother, and you have now killed her father. Again, Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction didn't do nearly this amount of damage to a family as this asshole has done. Good God, and we're supposed to root for this kid. Mm. So David flees the scene. Um, He's about to go on the bus to Vermont, but decides not to and goes back to the mom's apartment. Why? Why? You're in the clear! (laughs) You... You have no evidence pinpointed on you. Ain't like that. Flat. Just don't ever look. Don't ever go back. They'll never spot you. You're just a just a random face in the street. Well, that and I mean, like, David, the the argument that I have to make here is that. Yes, David caused the father's death, but he didn't do it. Like, he didn't commit the act. Give me a fucking break. Had they got into a scuffle, like, if Hugh had caught up to David saying, you're not going to see Jane, and if they got into a fight, you best believe David would have pushed him into oncoming traffic so he could get run over. That's not that what i That situation probably would have happened the same way in different circumstances. That's not what I'm saying, though. David I know it's not. David didn't do anything. David didn't he, do anything. He ran. He's a re- David's the reason. He saw Hugh knowing what was going to happen. I didn't say that David wasn't the reason. I'm just saying that David didn't physically do it. I still say it's his fault. I didn't... That's not... You don't understand what I'm saying. It is his fault, but he didn't do it. I know, but still he caused it. Therefore, he killed her father. You're, you're like, saying the same thing that I'm saying, but then completely changing it at the end, because he didn't physically do it. He killed her father! He didn't technically do it! He did it without doing it! <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> you, you don't understand what I'm saying. I do understand what you're saying. He wasn't the one in the car driving the car. That hit Hugh. I get what you're saying. But it's funnier to say that David fucking killed her father and burned her house down. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he goes back to the mom's apartment. And Spader is like, what the hell are you doing here? I loved your father. You came here looking for my sister. You think I'm stupid like everyone else in this film? <laughs> Good for you, Spader. Boy's got a head on his shoulders. <laughs> but the mom like tells him to leave and but gives him a hotel or whatever to no. stay at. This, this I almost said it. This woman is encouraging the arsonist, the stalker, the now murderer. <laughs> She's encouraging this guy to go after her daughter. What is wrong with this lady? This lady should be in the mental institute, not him. Well, he should be too. (laughs) Or in jail. But she should be in the mental institute also. For God's sake, she wrote a short story about her watching her daughter get laid. She's not right in her head. Her brain is sick. I don't know, but she, she, she gives, she gives Jade the letters and tells him like, hey, this is where David's at, go find him, um, and which she does, um, and they have like a, they have a conversation and Jade is just like, okay, well, this is it, this is goodbye. And then as she goes to leave. Oh, this gets uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. He attacks her. It's pretty much a rape scene without the actual rape. Right. And like holds her, holds her down. And then. Oh, I. And it's suspenseful music again. This There's no romantic music when she gives in. It's still a suspense scene. Right. And. And she gives in, and she's like, I still love you. Um, I don't think she, I think, yes, she gives in, but I don't think she means it. She's terrified. 
I don't know. I was thinking the same thing, but like I it's, I don't know. It's very uncomfortable. I mean, in no way you can make this scene work. Right. Like this is not okay. I was scared for Brooke. I'm just going to say it. I was terrified for this girl. Yeah, I mean, how can you not be? So she goes to leave and a guy runs at her and attacks her? Too like, I feel, I feel bad for her character because she doesn't know any better. Right. All she She's, knows is that with David. Is this clearly toxic, no boundaries relationship yeah know. thank you like this it was her first relationship so she has no idea what a healthy relationship could be i mean her mom is batshit crazy and encourages this and mm -hmm. tries to sleep with her boyfriend her dad go is bipolar is super easy going and super strict the next minute yep this girl has no concept of a healthy relationship i just like, I, it's so <laughs> difficult to try and see the different points of this movie. Ugh. But Pardon? It's so difficult to try and make sense of this movie. It really is. Like, honestly, I, I don't believe in cancel culture. But uh, this should be canceled. Cancel this movie. Cancel um, this movie. Like, yeah. But I, again, <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that that mentality, that state, but this movie it would do more it's gonna do more does more damage than good. Yeah. So Jade anyway. yeah, so Jade spends the night and then Spader calls in the morning, is like, hey, like come down, we're in the lobby and bring my sister too. Um, does David only own, like, three outfits? He's worn this he blue... wears the same fucking shirt! And the same pants! Get some more clothes. Yes, by the way, Annalise cut out. I'm just gonna say what she said. He wears the same outfit throughout this entire film. Oh, I'm sorry. I yelled again. No, you're fine. Like, you're fine. Because <laughs> I know you were screaming. And Discord cuts it out. He yeah. wears this blue... It's football, right? This it's a it's a jersey right. of some, I think, right? Yeah, it has a thirty three on it. Yeah, it's like a, it's a sports shirt and khakis, and he and wears he, this outfit throughout the entire film. Multiple, not like every day, but you see it. No, like I said, I think he only has film. Yeah, I think he only has three outfits. But anyway, Spader. Um, and the fian the former fiance are. You know there. who that actress is, Annalise? Who is it? Uh, do you remember that one crazy hippie teacher from Heather's? Uh, yeah. The one that was like going all crazy with the reporters coming into the school. Oh yes. That's her. That's her. her? <laughs> That's, her. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Audience, go watch Heather's. That movie's great. It's a really good movie. Also, go watch the musical. Oh, top tier. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. But because of the fiance, because she was there when the father died, um, she points out that David was there. And um, Jade doesn't believe it at first. But honestly, David, you might want to deny this. You might want to deny it. <laughs> nope. This man, I mean, like, he could have played it off like I didn't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. And it would it would have been fine. Like Spader probably would have tried oh, to. Spader would still believe that David was there. Yeah. But he eventually, like, confirms it. Doesn't eventually, he immediately confirms it. Oh, yeah. He immediately confirms it, like an idiot. 
And then Jade is like horrified. At <laughs> right, of course, so. he killed her father. Rightfully so. <laughs> so David tries to get to Jade, and Spader's like, "Uh, no." So they get into a brawl. Don't fight Spader, David. He he can turn into a werewolf. What? Oh, uh, Spader was in a film where he turned into a werewolf and fought Jack Nicholson as a werewolf. Oh my god. Uh, but they get into a brawl and then um, David gets arrested. He violated parole! He's he's arrested for brawling, disturbing the peace, and violating his parole. And manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> He's finally put in prison. Thank God, this he needs to be put away. Um, and then we cut to Jade and her mom talking, and Jade is like, "Are no, they? We- huh? Where are they exactly? I don't. I think know. they're by the cabin from earlier in the film. Well, I mean, it shows the cabin. Yeah, so they're back in Chicago then." Yeah. They gotta be. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. But Jade is like, nobody's gonna ever love me like David. And the mom's basically like, yeah. Audience, I want to apologize also. I have the window open because it's hot and I don't feel like putting the air conditioning on. So, you, I mean, we've gotten lucky. We're almost done. We've heard like maybe two cars pass by, but I just wanted to address that. I haven't heard anything, so... Yeah, we've gotten lucky, so I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. But But, I just continue? But, like I said, Jade's like, oh, no, nobody's gonna ever love me like David, and the mom is basically like, yeah, and? What do you want? The mom doesn't go after him. Huh? The mom pretty much encouraged her to go back with David. Yeah. Basically. Are you fucking kidding me? The mom is crazy. This, I I refer you to my rant earlier. Her brain is sick. (laughs) So, at the very end of the movie, we see that David's in jail. Or in prison, I'm sorry. And then you see Jade walking up to the prison. And cue the the only good part of the film, the song. And that's where the film ends. But I want to point out something, at least. David has a look when we when we first cut to him in the jails. He has a look on his face like, gee, I stalked her. I burned her house down. I caused her parents a divorce. I tried seducing her mother so I can find her, so I can stalk her again. I caused her father's death. I broke parole. And violated restraining orders. Where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? (laughs) I hate this movie. (laughs) Uh, Final thoughts. Now, at least, I'm going to let you just go. go, Have at it. The floor is yours to rage. I hate this fucking movie. (laughs) (sighs) It was awful. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't ask for something more, like <laughs> more illogical. If I had tried, this was so batshit crazy. I didn't know whether or not it was in my sick. Like, sickness hallucination, or if this was really what I was watching. I don't know if this was, I didn't know if this was something my mind had made up, or if it was just that bad. I never, I will never watch this movie again. Ever. (laughs) Go ahead. I need a minute. (laughs) 
So before I get to my thought, final thoughts, I have a story. So I told I was telling our mother what I picked uh-huh. because Annalise pissed me off last set last episode with Miss Congeniality, and I told her I picked Endless Love. I think Annalise is gonna hate it. And our mother says, I don't think she will. I'm like, Mom, this is a film about a dude who stalks his girlfriend, burns her house down. And my mom's like, no, he doesn't. And I'm like, Mom, think about it. And literally, I, I shit you guys not. I just saw the wheels turn in our mother's head. And she's like, oh, I guess he did. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> the... Oh, it's such a perfect moment. This is not a romance film. This is a thriller about a sick kid who is dangerous to himself and other people around him. Uh-huh. The rom- romance, I stress the word, is not believable because the the actors have no chemistry. Like, they said they were friendly to each other on set, but they weren't really best of chums or so into each other. The dir- you It makes you want to side with David and it portrays the reasonable adult as the villain. The mom is batshit crazy and needs to be put locked up. Again, I refer you to my rant. <laughs> the only person who, again, who is made to be the villain is Spader. And he's the one with the head on his shoulders. I side with Spader fully in this movie. He's the only one who uses his brain. Exactly. I don't know. And this is the guy who directed the 60s Romeo and Juliet film. He's a competent director. I have no idea what happened here. It's not. It's shot like a thriller. It's not shot like a romance. The music indicates it's a thriller, not a romance film. Nothing about this. This is an anti-Valentine's Day movie. This movie doesn't deserve Blondie. It it doesn't even deserve the main theme. Which is... (laughs) that, That song is probably regarded as one of the most couple songs ever and and it belongs to this piece of shit (laughs) i was on the phone with my boyfriend earlier and i was telling him by the way shout out to friend of the podcast daniel thank god you were not in town to sit through this (laughs) i was talking to daniel earlier and um i was telling him about the movie and he goes why couldn't you have watched this while I was there and we had to sit and watch that piece of shit Miss Congeniality? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Miss Congeniality yeah. survivors. Hell yeah, Daniel. I was like, the But wait, why would you why did you want to watch this, Daniel? He didn't not that he wanted to watch it. He would have it it's like that so bad it's good type of thing for him. He would have enjoyed that more than Miss Congeniality. Can we classify this as so bad it's good? I mean, it's so bad it's bad shit, but I don't know if it's so good. the type of thing that he would have a fun time making fun of. I mean, I can see that couples watching this and making fun of it. Honestly, that might be... That would work. I'm not watching this fucking movie again. Oh, I'm not telling you to watch it again. I'm just saying, like... I I don't know. Maybe, Maybe that's something couples do. I can... I can ask around, and then we can. I can ask the couples I know, and see what they say, and then we can get back to the audience with that next week. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, this fucking film. Ugh. Ugh. I I can't. Oh my god. So, we have a we have a very exciting announcement for you guys. So, for the entire month of March, our episodes are going to be Musical March. 
which every week we're going to be looking at a different musical, movie musical to be more specific. Um, yes. And that will continue, like I said, for the entire month of March. And we are very excited to go ahead and start that. Um, and I get first pick for, um, for Musical March because this was Anthony's pick. Um, yep. And I have decided that our first movie for Musical March is going to be Hairspray. What do you think about that? I think someone's about to be crowned Miss Baltimore Krabs. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the um the black like the black and white one like shot. Not <laughs> that was bad. What? Um The original wasn't shot in black and white. I've seen it the when I first ever saw that one and I didn't watch it all the way through, it started in black and white. I haven't seen the John Walters original version, so I'm but I've seen still I'm I know that's probably in, I think that's in color. Maybe it is and I just haven't because I didn't watch that one all the way through. Maybe that's just how it starts. Truthfully, the only John Walters movie I've seen is Crybaby. Really? Is it John Walters or John Waters? Uh Waters, I think. Uh whatever. Yeah, that's that's the only film of his yeah, I've seen. Yeah, John it. Waters. I've only seen Cry Baby. Yeah, no, we're not talking about the John Waters film. We're talking about the one from 2007. Though he is in it. Is he? Yeah, he's in the oh, opening. Oh, yeah, he's a flasher. Yes, because of course John Waters would be a flasher. Yeah, I don't know where I got the black and white from, because the first one was in 1988. Yeah, weirdo. I don't know. Maybe it was a different movie. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, starting this this Saturday, we will be doing Musical March. We are very excited. Yes. We both love musicals, so we're really excited to bring this to you. And hopefully we'll have different months like this, not just musicals, but with other categories as well. Um, so we're hoping this goes well. We're really excited for it. We hope you guys like it. Yes. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning into this piece of shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>